Men yeah. get up in the morning, do a workout, and get to a fat-burning state. Stay in fat burning for up to <laughs> 22 hours. <laughs> you know what women get? Women women can get, get up in the morning, go to the gym. They can get to a fat burning state. And if your body is not nutritionally supported, it will immediately drop out of the fat burning state and go into fat storage. I see. The rest of the day. Yep. And if you support your system nutritionally, maximum women can get about three hours of fat burning. Welcome girls to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. We are already laughing. We're already having fun. Put your seatbelts on because Dr. Beth Westy and I are going to have so much fun talking about periods and talking about bleeding every month. <laughs> My guest Ooh. today is Beth Westy. She is a holistic, let's see, alternative doctor. Now, wait, you also have a podcast as well, I just yep. saw? What the heck? And it's called... The Female Health Solution. How long have you had this? Let's jump right in. How long have you had the podcast? Because I need to listen. Uh, I think this is my, I'm going on three years now. What? Yeah. So you know last time, we spoke last time on the, the gram. Well, uh -huh. Dr. Beth, how are you today? Because you look like you're glowing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you look very like quaffed and put together and like just like gorgeous over there. And I was like, yeah, I went to the gym this morning and I was like, maybe I'll just do like a quick, you know, wash. So not that anybody can smell me on the phone, but you know, like, you know, all the things. Dr. Beth, when I was young, my mom called it a PTA bath. It's pits, tits, and ass, a PTA bath. <laughs> just go, so she'd say, literally, we're like, four years old girls take a pta bath but we didn't know what it meant but we just know what pta bath so you go and you eat. yeah, so girl, yeah. So you took a pta bath yeah uh-huh yeah yeah just get ready so you look fantastic like <laughs> oh, yeah yeah okay do you remember the timote commercial were you younger, Timote? I mean, I don't know how old you are, but it was this girl on a on a horse, and her hair was all like anybody out there. Okay, no, see, only oh, it's a few people that know this commercial. Am I dating myself? If you do, DM me, Timote, and she had long blonde hair, and I wanted her hair so badly. Ooh. Anyway, you're gonna you have got to it now. You've got like this flowing cloth <laughs> hair. Okay, well, let's jump in because tell us what kind of doctor, you know, I know you who you are, but everybody listening that is new to you, like what do you specialize in, all the fun things, because I already gave it up, all about periods and hormones and fun things. Yeah, so 
Um, I'm a chiropractor by training, but I'm a women's health expert specializing in teaching women how to eat for their hormones and cycle. So the eat for your cycle method, that is the main uh, thing that I educate women on, all about your body physiology, how your system works, and then how to align your nutrition, lifestyle, everything with your hormones to help regulate them and help keep things on track no matter what happens for you moving forward. So yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a game changer to take control of your health, your body, your results, everything. Yeah. What is the biggest question that you get overall? Maybe not right now with the pandemic, Dr. Beth, but overall, what's the biggest question that you get from women? A lot, uh, most of all, is just women don't understand why their hormones get off or like why they get so frustrated with things. Like I am doing X, Y, Z, and I can't get a result. I followed this guide. I took these things. I exercised like this, like somebody told me, I did exactly. Like, what am I doing wrong? And you're always looking at like what you're doing, forgetting that your whole system functioning. It's not about the gasoline that you put in the car. It's how's your engine running? Yes. And if there's something off internally with your system, that's what we're missing out on. So I do hormone testing. Um, we dive into some gut stuff sometimes, depending on the person, but really just targeting on what your system needs specifically to get you on track, to make sure that everything is running internally correctly. So that when you're doing all these things and you know all the effort and energy and everything you're focused on actually has the right result for your system. And so often what we don't realize as women is that a lot of the basic recommendations that are out there and that have been out there for a long time are actually made for the male body. Mm -hmm. So when you look at like, oh, this is good for exercise. This is yes. how much, you know, nutrition you need, blah, blah, blah. Those benchmarks were set for the male body. It was the male body that is studied, you know, and that research is done on. So of course, that's why and my joke is like, you know, men can sneeze and fart and drop five pounds like that. <laughs> right? And we, and we sneeze and we pee in our pants. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right? uh, that's like a whole other story. But what does it look like, Dr. Beth, to take a hormone test? Is it blood? What do you do? Ooh. Mmm. Mm. test. So this is the test that I love, love using. This is a, a urine test. It's a dried urine test. So this checks all of your metabolites, how your body's processing things. It checks your estrogens, progesterones, testosterone, androgens, cortisols, and nutrient levels. B vitamins, glutathione, all that stuff to tell you where you're missing, where are the gaps. This gives you like all the pieces of the puzzle of what is going on with your system versus trying to be like, oh, I have like five pieces of a puzzle and I'm trying to figure out what the picture is. You get all the pieces of the puzzle right here. Yeah. You order that, it comes to your house and then you just like pee on a stick or something? Or yeah, what? they have, um, ooh, yeah, good. I'll show you. I'll show you exactly. Ooh. So this is what, this is what would show up. And it's all detailed out. You take it at a certain time of your cycle. You don't, you know, because they want to check the right levels for you. It's, it's amazing. And you get these little strips right here that you okay. urinate on. You let them dry. They have a mailing bag that you just shove them in, mail it into the lab. Lab analyzes it. And then we go over the results. Do you yeah. urinate, urinate on it like different times of the day? Because I know your hormones will change and regulate. So it wants to see, right? Like right yeah. when you wake up. Okay. Yeah, there's a there's a waking morning, afternoon, and evening, um, you know, levels that they check. Yeah, okay. checking cortisol levels throughout the day, making sure the patterning's correct. Um, you know, it even checks things like melatonin, really issues sleeping and everything yeah. else. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. very it's very in depth. And when I go over the test results with people, it's an hour. Wow, it's that intricate. Yeah. Okay, so everybody that's on listening to the podcast and can't see it right now, it's Dutch 
test is at dutchtest.com. Yeah, so you can get that from Dutch Test. I also um, have information to this on my website too. Okay. But Dutch, the Dutch Test, um, the lab is called Precision Analytical. So if you Google Dutch Test for hormones, stuff will pop up. And they have a lot of really great videos, a lot of education there. They do a fantastic job educating and providing information for, for people um, to really dive into, to learn more about what's going on with their system. Cause again, you like, I'm sure, you know, like you can try all the things you can do all the things you can run around in circles and feel like you're not really getting anywhere. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, stop guessing, Yes. <laughs> see what your system really needs and then move forward with the right plan for you. Yeah. I love that. All my fitness yeah. clients will ask me, what do I eat? What do I do? And I'm like, I don't have the answer for you. We, this is a two hour conversation. We got to go deeper, but they really, yeah. here's, for everybody. I'm like, there's almost 8 billion people on this planet. There's going to be 8 billion different, you know, kind of methods for each person. Okay. Dr. Beth. Now I know you're a holistic and alternative medicine doctor. How much do you also bring in that's intuition and things of that nature with your clients? Do you bring um, in that or is it mostly science? And then you look at the numbers. It's It's a lot of science and numbers. And the, the difference here is that in terms of like the, the intuitive part of it is really based on each person's lifestyle. That's where I like to focus. Like, like okay. you said, customize for each person. A lot of women I work with, like they're, they're busy moms. They've got jobs, they've got kids, they've got lives. They're trying to do all the things. And so if you tell somebody, oh, this is going to be the right nutrition protocol for you or something. And they're like, okay, but okay. I, yeah. I, I literally can't do any of that because my kids are this little, or, you know, I, you know, I recently had a baby or whatever. There's a lot of like roadblocks for women. So it's more about, okay, these are, there's more than one way to do things, right? So it's about finding the right things for your system and then implementing it in the right way for your lifestyle so that you can keep doing all the positive things. Cause I mean, the magic isn't in the one time thing, right? It's being consistent with it. Yes. Long-term effect, right? Like that's where the, I literally this morning, I had somebody else ask me that they're like, okay, so where, what, what do I need to do? What else do I need to do? What else do I X, Y, Z? And I'm like, there's no, else the magic yeah. is you keep just going continue. yeah <laughs> your last breath that's the yeah. part yes oh my gosh we're not reinventing the wheel so i say yeah. just keep doing it. the same stuff it's like brushing your teeth we don't reinvent brushing our teeth maybe a little bit you know with the special colgate or whatever yeah. but you know yeah. what i mean just keep... toothbrush again yeah. you're getting the plaque off your teeth however that happens <laughs> however that happens just yeah yes. <laughs> okay yeah. well the big question that you're getting right now with, you know, coming out of a pandemic, at least we're trying to come out of it. What is the big thing that you're noticing, especially with the cycles, right? Let's yeah. get into that conversation. Yes. Everybody's cycle is off. Everybody's cycle is off. Everybody has, um, you know, either, and this is coming from a, a broad scope of the women that I work with. So I'm skipping periods. My period's really, really late. I didn't ovulate if they're tracking ovulation or my ovulation timing is really off. My cycle, my period's been heavier. It's cloudy. It's this, it's that. It's why is this totally different type of a thing? Uh, I've even had women who've been in menopause that they'll say, oh yeah, I've been in menopause for four years. All of a sudden I started bleeding again. What's happening? Oh, wow, uh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so this conversation is not just as simple as, you know, cause women are like, why is this happening? Like it, it can freak That's you out. Yeah. yeah. Like what's wrong with me type of thing. And there's mm -hmm. so many things that can throw off your cycle. 
so many things, right? It can be, um, you know, nutrition changes, diet changes, supplement changes, medication changes, right? Uh, you know, stress environment thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost an unending list. So it's super hard to try and target one thing. But the one thing you can target and control is how you are supporting your hormones on an ongoing basis. And that's what I recommend for women. Do everything you can to support your system and to regulate your hormones using your lifestyle, using your nutrition, right? Um, Seed cycling, you know, using things like that to help give your body a regular pattern to go off of so that when you do get encounter stress or other things in your life, your system has that solid foundation to go off of because our hormones are impressionable. A lot of us, you know, we forget that we, we expect our system to be like just rigid and all the things. Our hormones are impressionable, right? They will react. I mean, we've all lived with other gals at some point, right? Like I remember in college, right? You move in with a three You're other all in the same cycle. Like a couple of weeks later, like, is everybody, is everybody? On track? Like, was, yeah. Yeah. Right. Cause your hormones react to a lot of things. So I just, you know, your hormones are impressionable. They're able to be manipulated by different things. So you can use that to your advantage. Take control, get back in the driver's seat of your hormonal health and use the tools that you have available to get your system not only back on track, but to keep it there as much as possible. Yeah. I want to know what you think about this, because like you said, when you get into a room with a bunch of women, all of a sudden you're on the same cycle. And I remember I used to go to like these big workshops and these camps, like, you Mm. know, almost like Tony Robbins type things, right? Like military meets business. And I would have my period the week before, right? So I go and I'm all set. I don't have my tampons, right? And then all of a sudden I get my period again because I'm in a room with, you know, 150 women. And I'm like, I just got it and I got it again. Like talk about impressionable, my body. So I'm wondering with the pandemic right now, how the whole world, global pandemic, the whole world is stressed out that we're all getting on these like cycles together. Because same thing with me. I feel like I've had my period every two and a half weeks. It just keeps coming. I'm like, what? I just had it and I'm having it again. So what do you think about that? Yeah. So again, multiple factors can play into this. When you are in an environment physically with other people, absolutely, that can be a factor. But also, usually when you're at like a seminar like that, the timing is different. Your activity level is different. Your, do you know what I mean? Like, and the stress levels are different. Even if it's a positive stressor like that, yeah, it can still impact your system. And our periods are a way of not only having regular you know, um, biometric information, but they're also a way of our system detoxifying itself. Mm, That makes sense. Yeah. So sometimes our body will go into, Oh, you know what? Here we go. I need a little detoxer. Letting some, yep. Yes. Okay. Wow. Oh, I love that. Okay. Well, what other questions do you get from your clients? I mean, this is so good and so juicy. What's another question? Yes. Yeah. So a lot of times women wonder why, um, you know, because I work a lot with hormonal regulation and like fat loss, uh, metabolism, things like that. And oftentimes it's related to, okay, I am doing X, Y, Z to try and boost my metabolism, all that stuff, but I'm not getting anywhere. What is it? And it's not usually, again, just one thing. You know, like, oh, it's not just the creamer in your coffee that you're, you know, it's ruining everything, right? <laughs> or, you know, I had a cookie last week. Is that oh, why? That's it, girl. It's... <laughs> no, 
right? It's, it's really more about, okay, are your hormones working for you or against you? And oftentimes we feel like we fight our bodies. So it's yeah. about, you know, working with your system, stop fighting your body, things like that. But then also, and again, some of the information we get from doing Dutch tests, um, like following up with other things, like how's your thyroid? Are you having a thyroid issue? Does that need to be addressed as well? Do you have gut issues? I mean, gut issues, skin, hair, nails, all these things. These are questions I ask women all the time. And they're, I, oftentimes when we start this process, they're like, oh, I don't know, like, that seems weird. Like, and I even have people ask me, like, why are you asking me this? I'm like, because yeah. your skin is a mirror of what's going on in your digestive system. Mm. So if there's things going on in your skin, whether it be um, acne or red patches, flaky skin, dry patches, bumps, um, or even like melasma or like darkening of certain areas of the skin on the face, hormones, hormones and gut. Hmm. And if we're not addressing it, if you're not, you know, if you're like ignoring it, it's not going to get better. Or women who are like, yeah, I get bloated all the time, but that's okay. That's normal for me. Yeah. Right. I've had girlfriends that don't go to the restroom for like days and days. I'm like, and they're like, that's just normal. What? Wow. Yeah. And that leads to, so when we talk about our body's natural ability to detox, because that's what, you know, having a period is, all that other stuff, a reset for your system. If you're not eliminating every day, you're not eliminating and regulating your estrogens. Mm. And so many women are estrogen dominant, right? Or they have, right, you have um, excess amounts of estrogen. I have, uh, you know, they've been on birth control. They've been on uh, they've had kids that are the toxins in the environment, like cleaners, products, you know, face plastics. things, okay. plastics. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All of that can cause our systems to, yes. you know, have this endocrine response of, you know, getting more estrogen. And if we're not going to the bathroom, we're not flushing it out. I mean, liver is part of that for sure, but also going to the bathroom every day. Again, that's another question I ask, like, do you go every day? Yeah. If not, I know your system is going to be reabsorbing that estrogen right back into your system, which contributes directly to weight loss resistance. Mm. Like the, the way the fat cells respond is that the hold estrogen and other toxins and things within the fat cell because it's protective. So it's, it's how our bodies respond and react. So, yeah. Wow. You can okay, run all day to... long. It just won't change it. <laughs> I do want to go back to the the male body that you're talking about, the working out, right? I just want this to be, I guess, like a public service announcement of women get curious. Your body is different. We go to a trainer and go, give me the answers, God. Like, you know everything for my body. And go on your own quest for yourself. Because I did this a few years ago and I went on a quest and I became best friends with my body. That was a whole new, whole new world. I'm like, wow, I have been enemies. I've been, I've been a frenemy. I thought like, oh, I love my body and all this. And this is a whole new way of being. And with your best friends, sometimes you, you know, you fight, you this, you talk, you get through like just exactly how you would be with your best friend. It's a whole new relationship that I am learning to have with her. Like I literally, Dr. Matt, I'll look at her and go, Hey, okay, how are we doing today? Like, I literally talked to her. And it's so funny. I was listening to this podcast about how we talk to things. Like, we'll name our car. We'll give it a a pronoun. It's a she. It's a he. Like, hi, Sarah. And that's my car. That's my baby. Right? People do that all the time. And I'm like, you talk to your body? Oh, no, that's weird. But I talk to my car. You know what I'm saying? So, 
Yeah, I think being best friends with our body and really being curious. So going back to the the male fitness and things of that nature, what's the mm. biggest disconnect or difference that you see that for training for fitness yeah. for men as opposed to a female body? Mm. Yes, this is such an important question and just something to even realize and recognize because to your point, like the being the best friends with your body, you're honoring, you're honoring your body mm. at, at where and where it's at and that it is physiologically different. And that's not a good or bad thing. It is what it is. But when you can acknowledge it, recognize it and honor it, mm. that's where the journey you travel together is a beautiful journey versus a fight, you know? Yeah. And mm. we are taught and trained and educated from the male body perspective. Wow. Right. It is if you lift, if you start lifting weights, you should have this result in this time frame. If you don't get that, there's something wrong with you. You did something wrong, right? It's all like a personal, like guilt, shame thing when it's really like, no, 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 no. Your body shifts and changes throughout the month. You have different hormones every week. So of yeah. course, why wouldn't you acknowledge what hormonal body you're living in at that time and align with that for what you're doing? The male body, it can build muscle. It's designed. It is designed to build muscle and burn fat like that. Men yeah. get up in the morning, do a workout, and get to a fat-burning state. Stay in fat-burning for up to <laughs> 22 hours. <laughs> you know what women get? Women, women can we get, get up in the morning, go to the gym. They can get to a fat-burning state. And if your body is not nutritionally supported, it will immediately drop out of the fat burning state and go into fat storage I see. the rest of the day. Yep. And if you support your system nutritionally, maximum women can get about three hours of fat mm -hmm. burning, you know, really revving. Now, again, you, there's different ways to tap into this. You can, you know, have, you know, shorter workouts twice a day, other activity, other things to increase your overall metabolic rate. Yes. But it is like a, like exercise you know, output and results do not equate. They're not the same in the male and female body. Like structurally, everything is so different for what our bodies are designed to do. The female body is designed to store fat. So any stressors, anything's like that, boom, there it goes. Mm -hmm. Fat storage, like crazy. Yeah. And then it'll resist losing it. My wheels are turning because I'm thinking about every fitness book that I've ever read. And it never said, here's men, here's women. And no. all the authors were male. And so I'm like, it's exactly what I learned. I learned that if you work out and do this, you're going to burn fat for 24 to 48 hours or whatever it was. Like, I remember that. No, that's the male body. I know yeah, that's the male body. So it's funny. Wow. There's, um, you know, aside from the past year, I would do a lot of talks at gyms, fitness centers, you know, women's you know, places, things like that. And anytime I encountered a male trainer, a lot of them would be like, well, this doesn't make sense. I've never heard this before. This sounds yeah. like, this sounds like hooey, or you're just trying to like, you know, find something, you know, contrary to say, so people pay, pay attention to you. And I'm like, no, this is like, this is female physiology. Like literally half the population is like this. So, you know, and just because it's not taught in schools, yep. doesn't mean it's not true. Yeah. Yet there's a, the other half of male trainers, they'll be like light bulbs. Like, oh my gosh, yes. There's a gal I work with. This one week we do a workout and she kicks butt. She builds muscle. She feels great. Literally two weeks later, we do the same workout and it's 
she struggles. She's exhausted. I'm like, yeah, because she showed up in a different body that day. Her meat suit that she was living in was chemically different. Yes. The meat suit is different. (laughs) I was just talking about this, about some of my male trainer friends and little things like they don't know that when women jump rope or when we jump period, you know, we pee a little bit. It's hard for us. And then, you know, and so, you know, they're so sweet, but they're like, I didn't know that. You know, and I'm like, well, you're a trainer and you have a lot of female clients. You should, this is like just one of the little things that you should kind of know. So if you have a woman that maybe doesn't come back to your class, because I've had clients go, I don't want to go to his class. Why? Because he does a lot of jump rope and I'm embarrassed and, you know, and he's a guy and he doesn't get it or whatever, you know, not to bash on our men, but just to kind of open up. And so that, yeah, and have this conversation. Yeah, I mean, I've had three babies. I totally understand that. Like, and I played, I played football um, the past couple of years for the Minnesota Vixen. No, this is like women's full tackle. What? Full tackle, like helmet pads, like full tackle. I so got Minnesota Vixen. I know I'm not, I'm not playing this year. Um, Schedule wise, I couldn't fit it in. But that was one of the things, like when I would get tackled, I pee. I just couldn't. <laughs> like, I'd get up and sign to be like, like, oh, God. I need a minute, coach. And they'd be like, are you okay? I'm like, I am fine. I, I just, just pee. I just peed a little. <laughs> but it's one of the things, I mean, there's so, like, I have three babies, like, doing pelvic floor stuff that's helped. But, of course, there's, you know, there's other things. But, again, to your point, jump rope, like, I have to stop and pause and, like, regain yeah. composure again and then I can you know compose it you know okay now I can go again I'm like you want me to do a minute of jump rope okay here we go it's gonna have to be split up in 20 second chunks because that's about how long I can go before my you know yes, see, this is stuff, right and I always yeah. wear black pants I was just talking about this black pants yeah. or because if I wear some cute little leggings uh honey it ain't gonna be cute uh, <laughs> so many times. Oh, okay. I'm going to ask the question that I am, and I wonder if anybody else is dying to hear. What about hormones and sex? Or do you know any of that? I mean, do the women ask you about that, or is that kind of like on the back burner? I was so wondering. Are you, about, are you speaking about libido specifically, or yeah. yeah? Okay, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So this is a really big, um, important topic that not enough people spend time on. Um, you should have a libido. It doesn't need to be the same every day all month, but especially around like your fertile window, your libido should be the highest, which is around when you ovulate. So days 10, 11, 12 through days 15, 16 ish, that's when it really should be the highest, but it's kind of this bell curve throughout the month. Mm -hmm. That's normal. If you're like, man, I really don't have a libido at all. (laughs) Get away from me. Okay. <laughs> and then the other we time need to look. we need to look yeah yeah <laughs> and and there's so much that physiologically changes with women throughout the month so here are some just like straight physiology things that shift and change and this is so funny i have a friend that's in med school right now and she's they're dissecting ca- cadavers you know they're like doing yeah. med school anatomy and she was like okay i have to ask this she's like does the uterus change size when you get your period, because this looks tiny to hold that much blood. And I was like, it does. Your uterus 
literally will double in size throughout the month. So of course your weight is going to change throughout the month because your blood volume changes. Your fluid is, your uterus is twice as big. Come on. Like Like you're meant to make a baby right now. Yes. Yes. Have a little grace. Yeah. Yeah. So like physically the organ doubles in size and then shrinks and that all this happens in a relatively short amount of time. You know, so also that means that during that fertile window, things like your cervix position within the vaginal canal, cervix position can change. So a lot of times gals are like, I'm in my fertile window. We're, you know, getting busy. Woo! And they're like, oh, I'm spotting. I'm spotting now. And I'm like, your cervix has dropped. Oh, okay. So it's in a different, so absolutely you can spot, right? So so some of the stuff that happens throughout the month. So this is why it's so important to, for women to, be, you know, in tune with their own bodies and recognize what's happening when and check their own biometrics. Because if you're like, again, track your basal body temperature, know when you're ovulating, did your cervix change positions? Are you, you know, being intimate, things like that? Does that contribute to your spotting? Or is it the stress factor that's shifting Mm -hmm. your hormones that's causing you to spot in between your periods, things like that? These are important things to understand. Um, But again, to your point, the libido piece of it, you should have a libido. That's a normal process. And it indicates that your hormones are functioning in alignment with each other, like estrogen and progesterone and testosterone all working synergistically together Mm -hmm. for things to happen. Yeah. What if there's like really no libido? Have you had clients like that? And they're just like, oh. I do nothing. Is yeah. there something, what hormone is off? What yeah. is that really too? So the two things that I look at for libido, if somebody's like, you know what? I had a baby five years ago and I really haven't had a libido since. Mm-hmm. What is it? We look at your testosterone and androgens and cortisol. Because for women, right? For men, a lot of times they'll really focus on the testosterone for male libido. For women, your cortisol levels play a huge role in your libido. Like I've worked with women where their their testosterone, beautiful, beautiful numbers. Their cortisol, and that's why they have no libido, right? Okay. Our bodies are very specific. You know, they're very, I don't want to say picky, but it's it's really like if if it's not if if it's not functioning well, we're not feeling well. Yeah. Something you can do what to- it is to bring up your cortisol? What's one thing? Yes. So um, a couple of things we talk about managing cortisol levels, because there's stressors all around us all the time. We don't always know when they're happening and we're not always in control of what happens, right? So um, adaptogens are some of my favorite things to recommend. Adaptogens are groups of herbs that help your body mitigate stress. So if you have a, a stress response, right? Somebody at work is just being a turd burger you know, okay. I like right? right? Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Where they're like, they're like, yeah, get out of here, yeah. you turd burger. Just get out of my face on this. Like, you know, it causes you a physical response that your body perceives as, you know, um, that it's that it's a danger, right? And there's different varying degrees of this, but there's a threshold level that our physical body will set off. So, where women fall into the trap of getting in real trouble with their cortisol levels is this. They have, oh yeah, I've got kids at home or I got to wake up early and this and this happens. And then I go to work and this tough meeting and then this project that's behind and blah, blah. Like 
it goes all day. I mean, maybe on a zero to 10 scale with 10 being the absolute worst, maybe you're not like at a nine out of 10 or anything, but if you're like at a six or a seven out of 10 on the stress scale and you're like that most of the day, five days a week, those stress levels are worse on your system because you don't get a break. You don't get a breather. It's like swimming in a deep end of a pool and you've got a weight vest on and you've got, you know, weights on your wrists and on your feet and you're trying to tread water and you don't get a break. Nobody's giving you a floaty. Nobody's helping you out, keeping you above water. That's exhausting. And that slowly wears down, breaks down the system. And then any other little extra stressor. So even if somebody's like, what? I'm just handing you another little one pound weight in there. What's the big deal? It's not that bad. You're already weighed down so much. Mm. That's the thing that we're already right at this threshold. So it's the little things that pop us over. And then our whole system will have a very strong stress response. It's exhausting. It makes us nutrient depleted. We have a hard time recovering, coming out of that. Sleep gets disrupted, all these things. And then again, our systems will automatically shift over into fat storage because it's protective. So that's, yeah. So adaptogens help our bodies bring down the overall stress load on our system. So instead of being at a six, seven, it's like a four, you know? Okay. Got it. So I'm going to bring it down to a zero. Where can you get adaptogens? Oh, yeah. So, I, I mean, Google, I mean, adaptogens, that sounds like, it sounds like I'm making up words right now. I totally know that these are, these are Eastern medicine herbs. So I'm certified in acupuncture, Eastern Chinese medicine. Um, And so that a lot of these herbs are Chinese herbs or Ayurvedic herbs, things like that. Um, One of my absolute favorites is ashwagandha. Um, It is fantastic for your female hormones, as well as for your uh, cortisol levels. However, if you have thyroid issues, it's important to be cautious about taking something like that. Um, maca is another one that's fantastic for your androgen levels as well as cortisol levels. Um, okay. Siberian ginseng, another one. Again, there's like uh, wolfberry is another one that's just fantastic. These are some very common ones. Again, I always encourage women to do your own due diligence. Google these things. Look these things up. Make sure that if you're going to try something without guidance, that you're really being cautious. Otherwise, reach out and get guidance from somebody who can give you some positive recommendations for your system. So it works. Just like the ashwagandha. I can't tell you how many women that they're like, oh, yeah, I read that ashwagandha is really great for me. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And then we get to talking and I'm like, whoa, 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 stop. Stop mm-hmm. taking ashwagandha. You have Hashimoto's. You have thyroid issues. Not good for you. you Got know? it. Because you read some blog somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Information can be empowering, but also a lot of times what people share for information is like a snippet. It's like the tip of the iceberg versus, again, looking at the system as a whole. So, uh, and that's the one frustrating thing for women too, right? Like, oh, my neighbor did this thing and it was great for her. She took this stuff. She did this thing and look at her. She lost 50 pounds like that. I tried to do the same thing and I gained 10 pounds. Yes. Get guidance. Yeah. Get guidance. Yeah. And the Dutch test. Yeah. 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 Well, last question. And I wonder if anybody else is thinking this. Let's say the cortisol is low and your libido is low. Will having sex help the hormones, even though you don't really want to? Will it help it? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're like, okay, this is actually going to lift 
my hormones and make me feel better because, you know, when I have an orgasm, this happens throughout the body. Yeah. I wonder that. Is that, is there any kind of validity behind that? Yes, there, there absolutely is. The journey to that is very different. Again, female body versus male body. So the male body for libido and testosterone reaction and things like that, like men can watch sports and their testosterone will skyrocket. <laughs> yeah, seriously, there's studies on this stuff. Like they <laughs> like certain activities, they can literally view a sports game, watch a boxing match, watch, even if it's race cars or something and their testosterone levels just boost. Women are not like that. But doesn't happen to us when we watch Lifetime? No, no, no. no. Women Dang. need, right, women need not only um, with the with the stress piece, the less stress, that's why when, when they have like, ooh, getting in the mood for women, it's like, oh, take a bath. Ooh, it's relaxation it's thing. hours to get in yeah. the mood. Yeah, right? Ooh, massage. Yeah, yes. you're relaxing. You're literally taking your stress. That's like the biggest thing. Like opposite. Yeah. Men, they can be like, woo, yeah, and there they go. Women, it's like, I feel like, like calm down and then your libido can start to show up for you yes mm -hmm. i'm yeah. laughing i'm right. crying laughing so hard it's true like, though right like yeah. you want sex tonight well you gotta start yesterday <laughs> that's yes that's i mean and yeah, if, if, men, if men knew this like just you know, get that fertile window, like track that for your lady, you know what I mean? Track their fertile window. And then you, you book her a massage, you know, get, help with the dishes, all this stuff. You'll be shocked at how much you get laid after that. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm going to get, I'm going to get messages now. <laughs> Can you talk to my husband, please? <laughs> yeah, I'll make a list. I'll make a list. I'll, that'll be a whole thing. Like, Oh, this is for husbands. You know? <laughs> Who would not want to work with you? I mean, you got to be the most fun doctor ever. I'm like, sign me up. You probably have a line out the door. <laughs> Where can everybody find you? I mean, how can they work with you? Like, yeah, do you so, do ones or groups or tell oh, us? Yeah, I do both. So I have, a, I have a, a group program called the 12 week challenge where you, everybody gets a Dutch test. And then I take you through a program of um, eat for your cycle. So I teach you. Um, cause I have a, you know, I have a book, the female fat solution, and this tells you exactly how to eat for your hormones in your cycle. And that's and, your book. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't yep. know that. That'd be great. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is on Amazon, but you know, for, um, if you're like, I want somebody to walk me through step-by-step, step, how do I do this? That's the 12 week challenge. We go through, okay. you get a Dutch test. I take you through how to eat for your cycle. We tweak and tailor everything for you and just start again, aligning with your body and system from there. Um, and then for people who are like, uh, I'm not into groups or they're yeah. a very complicated case, then I'll oftentimes recommend that it's just private one-on-one -on -one work with me so that we can really focus on the specifics. And sometimes we'll do, you know, thyroid tests, gut tests, you know, a gut microbiome test, which is a poop test, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's you know, fun. really getting to the bottom of uncovering all the issues that we would need to target to make sure your system again functions well lay down that new foundation because so often again women are like i like it's like trying to hang a picture in your house like the picture's crooked let me straighten it let me straighten it every day i gotta straighten this picture what the foundation of your house is off mm -hmm. fix the foundation that way when you hang the picture it's correct so yeah so that's where uh people can work with me, but I'm on Facebook and Instagram as Dr. Beth Wessie. My YouTube channel is Dr. Beth Wessie. Um, my website, drbethwessie.com. 
And then my podcast is The Female Health Solution. So I'm going to subscribe right now because you are so fun. I mean, come on, girls listening. I mean, how fun is that? You want your doctor to, to talk about sex hormones and make you laugh, right? Like and, then, and then tell your husband how to get like, yeah. Uh, Dr. Beth Wessey told me to tell you <laughs> that you have to, to do the dishes. Take you're out the garbage. You're watching sports and massage me. Yeah. And you know then, what? You can watch sports and fold the laundry at the same time. Win win oh. here, buddy. Win win. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I get so many. I love it. Oh. I'm this is great. Oh my God. I, these are the best. Oh, <laughs> so fun. I've laughed so much. I feel so good. My hormones are already feeling better. Yes. I'm yes, yes. We're helping your cortisol. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. This was such a blessing and a gift. And I hope everybody out there had a blast as well. Screenshot this episode, tag Dr. Beth Westy on Instagram or Facebook and follow her on YouTube and her book. The Female Fat Solution. Got that right? Mm -hmm. And the yep. podcast, The Female Health Solution. So it's always the, the yeah. fat and the health solution. Freaking love it. You are, I had so much fun at our last interview. So I was like, you've got to get on my podcast. So glad we did it. Thank you to everybody listening and watching. Appreciate you all. And we'll see you next time. And remember to get back up. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.